Hello. Welcome, everyone, to Generally Speaking Podcast. Um, today's episode is a little different. We've decided that once a week, we're going to try and review an album, uh, any genre of music, any type. Um, today, we have picked uh, up, up and coming, or he was up and coming, I should say. He's kind of mainstream now. But Ian Dior, I'm Gone. He dropped this album June 12th, 2020. Um, he has 8 million listener, listeners on Spotify monthly. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's pretty good. That's ridiculous. But considering that I never listened to him prior to this album. But I, ha- I know a couple of friends who, who dig his stuff. Um, um, let, me, let me say that. This, there's so much more... There's, the access to information, the access to to different music is so vast nowadays that like like there are like people like Ian Deer, like I've never heard of him. And the fact that he has eight million listeners doesn't really surprise me because like there's so many people out there making music now, really. It's like yeah, but I feel like if you have four million or more even, I feel like everyone's kind of heard of you. You know what I'm saying? You say four million? Yeah, I'm just spitting a number out. I still, I feel like if you have like four million monthly listeners, then you should be at least heard of. Am I right? But like I've never heard of Ian Dior until I looked up new releases on Spotify and his, his album popped up. I mean, he, he's obviously heard of, just not by you. You know what I mean? Yeah. People have heard of him. You know? Um. Okay. So basically, what we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna analyze each song not that long um this is not going to be as long as normal podcast at least i don't plan it to be but um you know we'll see the first this is the thing this guy ian dior reminds me a lot of xxx tentacion i don't know if that's it did not did not remind you of him not really i mean i heard i saw what you were what you were saying some of the, especially on the song Shameless, the fourth song, I could hear what he, like what you were saying about him sound like X, but like, I, I didn't see it too much. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, the first song on the album was what reminded me of X and it was Paradise. And I think it was because he had, you know, X has that like, he has that, um, it's kind of like that echo, but it's not even echo. It's like a moan kind of when he rap, when he, when he sings, he's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You know what you're saying, yeah. I um, mean, well, was it was the the comparison like a it negative? Was, it, or- it was um, it was it would be negative if he was trying to impersonate X. If he's not trying to be X, or at least inspired by X, then it's fine. But I just think the chorus sounded like X. I don't know why. It was an okay chorus. That was an okay song. It wasn't. Like, I wouldn't listen to it again. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to say this. I wouldn't listen to the album again. I would listen to the last song. When we get there with with uh, Lil Baby, I'd listen to that again. I'll, that went off. But um, from the first song, there was a bar I wrote down that was pretty nice. He said, 100,000, take it to the bank. I got to stack it right. And I'm like, you know what? Because most rappers out here are going to take that 100,000, blow it on a car, blow it on a, a watch or something. Nah, he's taking that shit to the bank. Being smart with his money. That's, I like to see. You're right. That I didn't really think of it like that. I just feel like that could have just been a normal flex, but 
I mean, even if it's a normal flex, he's flexing correctly. A, a smart flex. Respect that. I'd rather uh, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think, I think the first song was better than the second song, but the second song was Pretty Girls, and I think what I wrote down was it has it had an interesting guitar chord in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I can't really remember it. I'm gonna play it real quick. See if I can. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember it too too much. I uh. I mean, I remember I rated it seven out of ten for the song, but um, it was a short. It was a short. That's the thing about the album. Every song, almost every song, is like under three minutes, except oh, for no, the last it song. Only, it was only a twenty-one minute album. Nine yeah. songs, twenty-one minutes. So it's 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 kind of a quick listen through, which I like. I like those albums that are short. Um, right. Like I'm not trying to sit through an hour and thirty-five minute album. Like what the fuck? Like, like what chance? Did. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. I was about to say one chance. Okay. That was just a mixture of trash. Like there was no there was no direction. Was there a direction on that album or was it just a bunch of random songs? It felt like it was a truly if anything, that should have been a mixtape. Like it felt like all three of Chance's previous projects were albums and the one quote unquote album he dropped. Wasn't that was just a mixtape? Is what I feel like. Because at least his mixtapes had like a theme or like a, something that he was reaching towards in it. You know what I mean? But this one was just the big. Anyway, off topic. Uh, <laughs> song number three, sickness. No, I didn't. I didn't get to finish my review huh? of Pretty Girls. How'd you? Oh, keep going. Um, it was very repetitive. So. Well, yeah, it was, I thought it was the banger of the song. You know what I mean? Of the album, you know what I mean? The I thought the banger was uh was I thought the banger was the last song, honestly, but maybe yeah. it wasn't. Um Sickness, next song on the album. It had a pretty chill beat, and I thought the verse was honestly fire. So um I mean I thought I, was, Huh? I was gonna say I thought it was a pretty good song. Yeah, I liked it too. I I liked how he he started getting uh he started getting a little bit deep on his bars or just just spitting some real facts about life but then he went back to the just generic trap rap shit and i was like because at first i was like i was bumping to it and then he would say something like deep or intellectual. i was like oh okay but then he'd go back to like spitting generic shit and i was like ah oh, okay do you think he's a, he's like a, a mumble rapper no 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 okay who's a who 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 are mumble rappers then? Is, is it migos migos mumble rap right Number one, mumble rap was kind of like, I don't know. I feel like that term's dying, Loki. But like, I would say Migos, like, uh, Little Yachty when he first started coming up, uh, Lil Uzi Vert when he first started coming up, um, Lil Pump easily mumble rapper. Fucking, <laughs> I mean, you can argue, you could argue that Ski Mask is a mumble rapper, but I mean, you could also argue that he's ten, like, uh, the complete opposite of that. So, I mean. It's all about what you at the there are obvious examples and then there aren't so obvious examples, and I guess it comes down to your preference and how you feel about it. I guess I would assume. Well, I'm also just thinking of like I feel like most of the culture like the culture album with the Migos, I feel like that was mumble. Like that's the reason I don't like the Migos, is because I just I don't I don't know what they're saying half the time. And it just it's repetitive. You know? you know what's you know what's hilarious about what you just said? What? When the culture two, when the, the culture two dropped, I remember you coming to my locker, 
all excited about it. And then like the next day you came to me and you like, dude, that was the worst album I've ever listened to in my whole life. <laughs> I was like, damn, what was all that excitement? No, it wasn't, I, it wasn't the worst album I've ever listened to. Like, I, I mean, I did like Narcos on that album. Oh, that was a good song, I thought. Anyways, let's get back to I'm Gone. Yeah. See, that's how unimportant this album is. It, it literally drifts us to talk about different albums because this is so unimportant. <laughs> Or maybe maybe we're shitty at staying on topic and not going on a tangent. Well, I guess, but tangents are fine. Um, all right, next, next song, Shameless. This one, it started out a little weird. Um, I forget why I put that, but I put it for good reason, I assume. Um, the beat goes in and the verse goes hard. That's what I got to give for that. But then again, it's kind of corny because he compares um, – it's the Netflix show. That's the title of the song, Shameless. Oh, he compares it to that Netflix show, Shameless. But I do respect it because William H. Macy isn't Shameless. So shout out to the boy. But <laughs> it was a uh, overall. I actually did like. I did like the song. It was just a corny uh, title, honestly. But I think it's I the like best it. out of the four. The first four. You think that's the best out of the first four? Yeah. Dang. What do you think it is? Probably Pretty Girls or Sickness, one of the two. Okay, well, what did you think about Shameless? Um, I, I like you said, the beat was really nice at first, but then, like, afterwards, the drums just, like, I don't know. The drums were – it not that it drowned it out. It's just the beat was nice, but, like, the drums were just generic trap drums that were completely throwing that beat off, like, the, the – the melody aspect, the melodic aspect of it. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Huh? I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I mean, I just thought it could have been mixed up a little bit more, but it was still a, still a good song, I guess. Um, Barrett, the next song, Psycho, was the worst song on the album. It was... Oh, really? It was boring. I literally put no comment because I was just like, I can't, this is the worst song on the album. Um, Cody, he had bars in that song, though. Okay, give me an example. I give that He said, fuck when your bitch need a silencer. Put a sock in her mouth just to silence her. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's a bar. How did you not hear that? I think I did. I just, I don't know. I think it was just, when I listen to rap songs, I really am focusing on the beat and the tone of his voice instead of the lyrics, which I don't know why I do that, but. You gotta do it all, bro. Yeah, but it's all it's gotta it's all it's all gotta click or it's it's just not good in my opinion. Like he can have good lyrics and good tone, but if like the versatility and the flow isn't there, and it's just like ugh, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. It's all gotta blend together as as one cohesive good, consistently good sounding song in in your own opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um Next song had the first uh, features on the album. This song only had three features, which is, I mean, this album only had three features, which is kind of small for an album. But again, this only had nine songs. So um, I don't like MGK anyways. So, but I thought he was okay in the song, but I did walk in to the song like, oh, MGK. That's what I thought. I didn't know who Travis Barker was. Um, From Blink 182? What'd you say? He's the drummer from Blink-182. See, I didn't know that. Did you know that walking in, though? I did. Really? But that's what... I was disappointed. 
I was disappointed because because he's a drummer, and I was like, I at the end of the song when they brought the energy up vocally, the drums stayed the exact same, and I was like, bro, like you're like if you're a drummer of a of a pretty pretty notable band, I'm sure you would have some type of in- interesting drum placements to put in the end of the song. You know what I mean? But that's what. I don't know. I thought it was a waste of, not a waste of a feature, but a waste of an opportunity to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I thought the chorus was pretty nice. I mean, it was, yeah. kind of, it was kind of like a, like it was a predictable chorus for a feature in my opinion, but I still thought it was a good chorus. Uh, actually, I take it back. The next song, Runaway Kid, was the worst song on the album. It had, it had weird ass moans in the beginning. Do you remember that? Um, no, I don't. Well, it had weird moans in the beginning. Corny, the chorus was corny as fuck. And yeah, it was the worst song. I mean, did you like it? I, I gave it a six out of 10 only because I didn't really like it. I liked, he said like one thing he said, I need, he was talking about like needing to get away from, you know, where he, where his home or where he's coming from. And he was talking about like a girl who was only gonna bring him down and he was speaking about possibly relapsing with that girl and then he just didn't speak on that ever again like ever again in the song and I was like fuck that was actually that was kind of interesting you could have elaborated a lot more on that but you know he leaves you guessing leaves you guessing that's the thing he's he's been sprinkling that's what I felt like this album was holding back on was him sprinkling back and I get it because every song was like under three minutes and every song was kind of like a bang almost like a banger almost on every song and it's like he left out some part some opportunities to actually connect with his audience on some on some deep stuff on something that you know what i mean i know what you're saying i feel like this that whole album was like that it was just a i don't know it was just a, it, it was a hit or miss and i think he missed personally but you know who knows could i make a better album probably not but i mean maybe maybe would you say would you say would you say say that say less was better than this album no this album had a lot bigger budget a lot more yeah notable features uh the only aspect i could say features bro was different huh talk to features the well, the only thing was little baby, little baby. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I could say, I mean, I could have the upper hand on, was like lyrics, maybe, and like I guess, and the uh, and the willingness to be a little bit more vulnerable in, in the music, because he had he had little drops of vulnerability, and drops of. You do you know think mean, he of, was? Uh, do you think he was trying to stray away from being vulnerable? That's the thing, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like for what this the album did, what it the album was meant to be a banger album, and for what it did, I'm it was good. You know what I mean? But like overall, is what I'm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, all right, on to the next one. This is the second to last song, "Good Day." Uh, Versus was boring again. I, I feel like I'm saying that a lot with this album, but uh, it was just a boring album. Like. No, no hate to Ian Dior because you know I don't really. I, 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 he he must have an appeal to some people to have eight million monthly listeners a freaking month, but 
Hey, so it could be fake news streams. I don't know. Not saying he is. Conjecture. Not saying he is. How can you? How do you fake streams? You can buy. You can buy streams from sites and people because people will have people will have uh, softwares where uh, they can like make it seem like you have fifty thousand listens. Like, let me let me say this. I don't know if you remember Kid Sweezy, but back when I had that little <laughs> no hook. So he he dropped a project or whatever, and and his his songs got like like two hundred listens or something. But out of nowhere, and I swear to God, out of nowhere, each and every song got fifty thousand views out of nowhere. Damn. Tell me how. Tell me how each and every one of your songs has fifty thousand. 236. The 236 are the real views that you got. But out of nowhere, you just got 50,000 on all your songs. The next day. That's, a, that's okay. So, what, does buying streams give you an advantage at all? Or does it just make you look better? Yes, it makes you look, because yeah, it makes you look better and it makes people more inclined. If people see that your song has like a, a crap ton of views on it, they'll be a lot more inclined to uh, listen to it. Which is weird because in the music industry, when you see a rapper who's up and who's rapping about money, who has money, people are more inclined to give that rapper more attention and more of their money other than a rapper who's coming up and who's more humble about it. Uh, I disagree. You know, I disagree. Here's, here's why I disagree. Here's the, here's the perfect example for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Logic. Okay. Logic, yeah. on, on the come up, that was his whole thing. It was the yeah. underdog come up. And he had that ride until he became mainstream and then now he's just now he was like what do i rap about now you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. it's just he has it now and there's no like the underdog people like the underdog story they like that little they like their little secret you know what i'm saying they have their little secret rapper their little secret stand-up comedian their little secret movie whatever that no one really else no one else really knows about but they're a low key on the come up Logic was for the longest time he was everyone's little secret. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he um he had bars. He had versatility. Um, on his Young Sinatra projects, you know, they weren't. The thing with Logic is again, he's not. He wasn't creative. Like he, he's his. He reused beats. He copies beats. Even on Bobby Tarantino, he reused beats. You know, right? And it's just a lack of creativity is what he he uh. He has and you know it's it's fine but that's a good example of a rapper um who on the come up had more fans and maybe more notoriety and maybe more credibility than he does now you know that's a great example that is a great example actually and i like what you said about uh logic being everyone's little secret like everyone because everyone know, knew who logic was like not that everyone knew it's just like he wasn't mainstream, mainstream, but he was well known. So it was, was kind of like a, he was big to, on the East Coast, and especially yeah. in like Maryland because he's from Maryland. So we we heard about him especially early. At least I did. Like I heard about him in his Young Sinatra tapes. Like, yeah, like way back before he even dropped like an album. So mm. he was literally Maryland's little secret for a while. I feel like, and then you know now he's huge. Or even though he sucks, he's he's huge. And everyone knows who he is. So, you know what? It's fine. But what did you think of Good Day? The second song on the last second song. Um, The only thing I liked was the music video. Like, the song was whatever, but I liked the music video because it was like GTA kind of heist. You saw the music video? I didn't even see the music video. Yeah. 
Did you I watched him on YouTube. Huh? Did you listen to the album on YouTube? Yeah, he has a music video for all the songs. What? Yeah. Why? I feel like that's not supposed to be like some that. Of them, some of them are music videos where he's performing in it, and some of them are like lyric videos. You know what I mean? Like how uh, YB and Corday did lyric videos for his album, which was a I thought was a great idea because I I watched them all and I like you know what I mean I got to see as I was listening to the album I got to read what he was saying so I wouldn't you know what I mean I wouldn't be lost like oh what he say there ah I can't listen I can't hear what he's saying ah so I get you know what I mean yeah Corday uh Corday's great Corday's one of the best coming up right now yes easily um. But on to the last and final song, probably the best song on the album, and that's only because of the little baby. Uh, it was actually the longest song on the album was three minutes and forty-five seconds, which is uh, doesn't seem that abnormally long, but for this album, it was. Yeah, um, like it was, it was noticeably long when I listened to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything uh, else was forward, it's like that. The song itself wasn't really interesting. You know, it was chorus verse chorus verse, which is. <laughs> Which is, you know, fine. It's just like it's boring and you know, expectable. But uh, I liked. It sounded like a little kung fu beat in the beginning. You know what I'm talking about? It sounded like what? Like you know, it sounded like a little kung fuish in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a karate movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, but I, that's why I especially like that. Like the beat. I thought the beat was pretty good. I don't know yeah, if he yeah. made. I don't know if he made the beat. I don't know if Lil Bay made the beat. But someone made the beat and it was pretty good. Um, Little Baby's verse was solid. And yeah, I would probably say that's the best song on the album. Uh, that or Shameless, but Ty didn't like Shameless too much. so I didn't like Shameless. I mean, it was, I don't know, it was just the most generic. Like if if he was trying to make a generic trap banger and that's what the album was, Shameless on that album was the most generic trap banger of them all on for on that album on this project that he put out so for what it was that's that was the worst of what it did you know what i'm saying yeah um what did you think of prospect i liked it i liked a uh, little i liked uh little baby's verse uh i thought ian dior spit a uh, good little verse on there also and the beat was nice and that's the thing like ian dior's been like he spit not not too many noticeable bars, but like I wasn't really bored bored of his voice. I feel like Ian Dior I feel like Ian Dior can be good. It's almost like he chooses not to. Like yeah. he's like, Oh, I'll be good for this song, I'll be okay for this song, I'll be whatever for this song. This song I'll be really good. I just feel like he doesn't try it for each song, which doesn't make any sense. Like, I feel like for some songs, he just half-asses the chorus, half-asses the verses, half-asses the beat, just to get a song on, which is, you should never do that. Um, Which is, you know, which is why this album is trash, because I think he relied on the two or three good songs to carry it, and those two or three good songs weren't good enough. So, uh, overall and all, I'm giving this album a four out of ten. A four. Uh, four. four. You told uh, me you told me seven out of ten when you first. No, I told you six. You told me six. six? Yes. Still. I told Still you. Four. I told you six out of ten three days ago. I listened to it two more times, and 
I've realized that it's it's not deserving of a six at all. Um, <laughs> five, maybe a five. I'm not going higher than that. Yeah, I gave it my first listen. I gave it a five, and then I always do like a I do like a first listen run through, and then I go back and I listen to I try to focus on the beat of the the instrumentals more back in the song like. When I when I listen to Igor, every, there was so much instrumentally happening and so much lyrically happening that I had to go back and listen to and focus on the instrumental more. So when I did that to this one, I was like, eh, so it's still just still a five, you know? Yeah. So you gave it you gave it a five out of ten. Yeah. I mean, like you said, he he had the he had a lot of potential. He it was like he was dipping his toe dipping his toes into something something real something a little bit more him other than just the generic trap or something that was more of his own style his own sound and then he would just bring that toe right back out and kept doing what he was doing so i mean i'm honestly i'm interested in hearing more from him not gonna lie no I'm, definitely i'm not honestly i i wouldn't even recommend him to my friends but, oh yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm gonna keep him on the low. You know what I mean? I just like to see, like, like see what. I'm his, not even gonna what, keep him. I'm not gonna listen to him. He's oh, he's no. off. He's off my list. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> um, okay. All right, that was the review of Ian Dior. Uh, I'm gone. Uh, it wasn't very good. Uh, so next week, <laughs> we're gonna try and do these every week. By the way, we're gonna try and record them uh, over the weekend and get it out to you on Monday. Um, in this case, it'll be out Tuesday. Uh, that's our fault. But next week, well, I should say this: June nineteenth, uh, John Legend dropped an album uh, called "Bigger Love." Now, John Legend, he's kind of a pop artist, right? Would you call him poppy? Um, no, I think he's all around. I can't really put him in a category because he's done. He doesn't rap. He's done a lot. Huh? He doesn't rap. But he makes he can make a rap beat. He's worked with the Kanye West with on good uh, in good music on that label. Is he married or dating Christy Teigen? Yeah, they're married. Okay. Well, he dropped an album June nineteenth. Um, and that's the album we're gonna be reviewing next week. Uh, I don't really listen to him that much. I I mean I've listened to his I've listened to his bangers, you know what I'm talking about? But I I've all of me, baby. That's you, my shit. I've listened have you listened to like an, did you listen to his Christmas album he dropped? No, I heard about it. I heard didn't I wanna which Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't listen to it. He just basically redid a bunch of Christmas songs. It was it's probably good. I mean he has a good voice. He's a he's a great he's a great John Legend. Yeah. Um John Legend's a legend. You know what I'm talking he about? Is. He, he, he got it, bro. He got an EGOT. Youngest man to do it. What does that mean? When you get an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. What old was he? With those, those awards, huh? How old was he? He was like 20-something. Well, he has near 20 million a month on Spotify compared to uh, Ian Dior's 8 million. Do you know who the most on Spotify is? Oh, he was 39 when he got the EGOT. And the most the most listeners someone has on Spotify? Yeah. I would imagine 
I don't it's think it's like say with like 100 million or something. Who is it? I would say it's Beyonce with 100 million or something. Nope. I don't know. It's The Weeknd. The Weeknd has the most Spotify listeners a month. Yeah, and it's at 60 million. But that's because he just dropped. He just dropped his album not too long ago. Uh, After Hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he dropped it. Did you listen to it? No, I didn't listen to it. Did you? I didn't listen to it. No. I was still. I was still stuck on um. My dear, my, my, the one before my dear melancholy or my my dear sweet melancholy or whatever. I, I just had. I didn't listen to that one either. Dude, that one. Ugh, it's heart wrenching. It's great. It's amazing. But I, I don't know. I just haven't listened to After Hours. I'm, I might. I might. I, I like. I like Starboy. Um, I like. I didn't like. I like <sighs> behind the madness. So. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, next week, John Legend, Bigger Love. Make sure, thank you for listening. Uh, check us out on all platforms. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Links in description. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Ty, you got anything to say, big boy? Yeah. Dollar General, big boy. Uh, nothing. You got anything to fucking say? Pizza Hut looking ass. Papa John's, I mean, sorry. Doesn't matter. Still smell like fucking pizza dough and crust. Well, I do. That's the worst part. Coming home, like I smell like pizza. Oh, that's gross. So do you know how easy it is to like gain weight just eating pizza? Like, dude, when there are mess yeah. ups, when there are mess ups, it's free pizza. It's like how often? How often is there a mess up though? I mean, like mm. twice a shift. Twice so, a shift. So I could be like eating, <laughs> like you, <laughs> bro. What the fuck? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I eat, it's like, I don't know. Bad habits lead to bad outcomes, guys. So be aware. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Deuces.